Welcome to Live from Lockdown, the podcast where we keep you company through this Willy Wonka's Chocolate River of a Year 2020. <laughs> my name's Zach. I'm joined by my co-host, the world's biggest Elton John fan, Dom. Well, the thing is, I've got two great loves, Elton John and the card game 500. And your love of Elton John is only succeeded <laughs> by your love of the uh, the app 500. Yeah. And there was one beautiful night in early March 2020 where both my loves were able to combine at once. It was a dream. Uh, on the podcast today, we are hearing an update from a murder of Dom's, an Instagram account oh, that great. has popped up mysteriously we are mm. suspicious it's trying to frame me for murder we, we, i can say that later on in this podcast mm. i will read out a message that clarifies the intention yeah of a murder of dom so that will be you know, there will be a little bit of mud removed from that windscreen okay well that's a positive that's good do we have any treasure hunt updates or is that have we hit a brick wall with the treasure hunt we haven't hit a brick wall. I've had a number of people uh, contact me, Em and Ethan, who have been doing uh, some research themselves. Yep. And we're uncovering bits and pieces. Ethan has an idea where the treasure is. Uh, I'm going to have to look at Ethan's sources. Yeah, okay. Because uh, Ethan said an article they read indicated that it might be on the soccer fields. Right. And I want to know what that article is. I'd like to read it for myself. Well, and also, we got you've run into a problem there because we used to film some videos around those soccer fields down the road from we you. We have before. And they are they are quite protective of their grounds. I mean, as I suppose many, many sports clubs would be, but I have noticed there are a number of signs up about, you know, on this, particularly on the main soccer field where their seniors play, don't walk on the pitch. You know, they have like a gardener who seems to be maybe full-time employed there. So, they're quite protective of this ground we, that we might be digging up on an attempt to find treasure. That might be why, you know. Oh, the treasure, point. by the way, was an old an old article I found from 100 years ago that said that someone had buried their life savings in this area. And we haven't found any evidence that it's been discovered. And so, we yeah. think it still might be out there. Uh, so that's the update for that. So nothing concrete at the moment. Yep. But just the bits and pieces, bits and pieces, nibbles around the place. Well, I mean, look at great archaeological digs. They don't solve them in a day, do they? Those do take a number of years. They're, they're slow I bones. have heard yeah. that it took more than one day to build Rome. Yeah, well, I've not heard the same, but I'm sure I'll take your source Oh, you've for heard it. that Rome was built in a day. Oh, I've not heard anything about the time frame of Rome being built, but it does, you know, I'm happy to back you in. Uh, apparently you have a mysterious injury. Yeah, well, I, I do. I'm hopeful. Do you want to start things off there today? Before I, we get to I, I would like to do that because you are looking a little bit, uh, a bit worse for wear. I can just yeah. see the little, there's a little less pep in your step. Yeah, no, there is. Um, because, and, and look, I am considering going to the doctor with this particular one, but before I wow. do, how about you play the role of the pre-doctor? You, maybe you can help me avoid a trip to the doctor's room. Maybe you could diagnose this. So, I'll be that, uh, you know how there's that hotline you can call? Yeah, one three health. To, to, to try to relieve triple uh, zero. Yeah. For non-emergencies, mm. you can call this number and they can give you some advice. What's the number? One three health in Australia. I know that number well. Okay, so you give me a call. Uh, okay. Beep, 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 beep. This is 1-3 Health. Oh, hi, Dom. Have you uh, scratched <laughs> your nose again? I recall I that was the last time you called when you had a slight 
a yeah. slight scratch on your nose and you were concerned you were going to bleed out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd taken off half my nose, all right? It was a pretty dramatic day, that one. And I don't think they have my number saved. I don't Good think I'm chat in the directory. Again. Uh, actually, you're, you know how we say we record calls for training purposes? Yeah. Uh, you're 100% the calls we use. <laughs> They're just all the dumb calls. Right, that's We don't cool. actually bother recording anyone else anymore because yours are so good for training yeah. purposes. Well, it seems to me that maybe I should be being paid then if I'm basically providing your training stimulus. The point what is, seems to be the problem today? Well, here's the problem. About a month ago, I noticed that I had... Like, it seemed like something had happened to my, my left arm in like the bicep region, maybe. And I, I knew it couldn't have been a gym injury because I've not been to one or done any sort of weights for a really long time but it was it was a bit sore it was not anything that i was going to be kicking up a stink about it's just one you know generally i don't know what the age is maybe it is 27 that i've now hit but there is a stage in life where things just occasionally start hurting you know and for some people it comes earlier than others but i remember being a kid and it was just like commonly with my parents Oh, bad back today. My neck is killing me. You know, it just seems to be that there's an age you hit where you yeah. have phantom body pain. Something just hurts. Well, what do you mean phantom body pain? It's not phantom. Well, you know, that what indicates I'm that it, you know there's no cause. Okay, but not a cause. Just the you, the the old machines wearing thin a little bit. Hmm. You know, it's not as well oiled as it used to be, and you're starting to get a few creaks. That's kind of what's happening. Now, I don't know if I'm there at 27. Now, if you're reflecting on a time a few years ago mm. when your body was in tip-top condition... Oh, shut up. No, I'm not saying... <laughs> when I'm was the machine well-oiled? I'm not saying I've ever been a totally fine-tuned machine. I never, uh, I never alleged that. But I didn't often wake up with just random pain. I wouldn't just go, ooh, my leg today, gosh... <laughs> killing me waking up in random pain mm. is a good describer of aging yeah well i think that's it right is is i've not had this sort of stuff happen to me before but i am wondering whether that's what's what this the is just the beginning interesting of. because that uh, like were you strained could you have strained it by doing some type of exercise because usually it's in the joints yeah well i have no memory i have no memory of what i could possibly have he done. has was... no memory of exercise yeah <laughs> that he's under the light, the interrogation. They say, have you ever exercised? I have no memory of that. I cannot speak to exercising. I do not recall ever an instance where I uh, had any physical activity. Well, I'm just saying, for some reason, it's it was a bit sore. And then I woke up yesterday morning and now suddenly it was a lot sore. And I think those are medical terms. You're sleeping on it wrong. You're sleeping <laughs> on it funny. That's that, 100% what it is. That's, I've currently got the same problem with my shoulder. Yep. It is killing me. I'm in mm. a lot of pain. And it, it the only, well, actually, no, because I went surfing the other day and I did have the realization it was very depressing. Very yeah. depressing. Mm. Because the surf was quite good and it involved a lot of paddling. And I, it was just, I have suddenly reached the age and it's come on very quickly. Mm. That I am unable to do the things that I used to be able to do. And it goes quickly. It goes quickly, doesn't it? Well, I did say to Sarah on the way home, though, I said, well, not only am I aging, but I used to surf every week, mm. you know, 10 years ago. And I go, and I've probably surfed three times this year. So I don't see why that's a surprise to me. If you don't do something yeah. over a period of time, you're not going to be good at it anymore. But I, I thought I was going to die <laughs> for the first time <laughs> in a very long time. I was being dumped by waves and I thought, 
it was it reminded me of when i was 14 and i first you know started surfing which was just constantly thinking that you're drowning yeah right. and then you get to a certain level that you feel very safe and you're fine and you're very capable but for the last there was a period of time over the weekend where i thought well this is what drowning feels like <laughs> Wow, geez. Well, I, I'm glad to know. I don't want to say I'm glad to know you're in pain too. That sounds no, but really since sadistic. then my shoulder's been killing me and yeah. I've never stretched. I've yeah. never stretched. You know when we used to play sport when we were kids and everyone would warm up? I'd be like, not doing that. Yes. But now yep. Sarah's saying to me, you know, you got to start stretching now. And I'm like, do I? Do I really? Do I have to start stretching? I, I don't never... want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do yoga. I don't want to do Pilates. It's too hard. It's too much effort. Well, see, the thing is, I just, I never imagined that 27 would be the age that just you start getting these pains just every now and then. But this one, this one's kind of through, it's kind of through that, the upper left arm region. The problem for me is I drive a manual car, right? And so you've got to be changing gears every... Well, this pain is so intense. You can't change gears. Yes. Yeah. I can't change gears without a stab of pain coming through. So okay. I've been, well, I've been driving. This is concerning that it's a stab of pain because usually it's a general soreness. Well, no, because of the movement of the arm, the extension of the arm causes a the jolt. So if of pain. you okay, so if your arm is in a bent when it's in a bent position, it's okay. It's when you stretch it out straight, it hurts. Yes, yeah, or or just move it in a certain way. Well, you can just. I think stretching might help. Maybe I, I've well, all that's going to happen to you is you'll go to the doctor, they'll yeah. give you a referral for a physio, it's going to cost you a lot of money, and the physio will give you exercises to do that you have to come home and do every day. That's you, all that's going to happen. They won't x ray it. I thought they might x ray it for a broken bone, yeah, or a fracture. Isn't it a muscle? I don't know. I don't know, Zach. The body is a mystery to me. You've got to understand this. Every element of the human body, in, especially but you said the it was gut, your bicep. Well, no, 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 it's it's that region. You've broken the upper bone. It's that general region. I don't know. Who knows? Somewhere in my left arm, there is a lot of pain. So you would have Googled it. Yeah, I have. And a concern about a left uh, pain in your left arm is a symptom of a heart attack. And so I'm (laughs) sure that would have sent you into a spiral. Well, no, because that's more of like a sudden, you know, that's not like an ache well, that's there for weeks, on my understanding. Yeah, but you're talking, you just described it as a sharp pain. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. But, but it never entered I, your mind. I know how you think. You weren't, you didn't have an no, afternoon of fear that you were having a heart attack. <laughs> no, not on this particular, but not on this particular occasion because I have had, you know, that costochondritis. You know, I thought I was having a heart attack, and it was rib cartilage inflammation. Mm. You remember that thing last year? I think I told mm. you about that. Anyway, point is because of that, I was kind of like, oh yeah, no, I got my heart. So is that bruised good. ribs? If they say inflammation of the rib uh, cartilage? N- no, cartilage. it's not bruised. It's just randomly you can get. You know, rib cartilage inflammation. It can be a way that you're moving your body. It can be a way you're sleeping. It can just lead to some inflammation there. But that's been causing me problems on and off for like 18 months. Anyway, I've ended up at rarediseases.org. Um, this, is, this is where there's a, there's an interesting, I'll say, arrogance about the way that you look at your own health. What do you mean? It's always a rare condition. No. It's never the most obvious thing. You always think you're the one in the million who has this really rare thing. No, I, this is what this is honestly what um what googling led me to, right? Okay, yeah, what is and it? I've got. I think I've got something called Tietze syndrome. T i e t z e syndrome. Tietze. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's described as a rare inflammatory disorder characterized by uh, swelling of cartilage in one or more of the upper ribs. Well, I've had that. That's my costochondritis. 
um, and it may spread and affect the arms and or shoulders. Anyway, no, the, if you read into this rare disease, basically it doesn't do anything. It just goes away. There's no no risk, no danger. So it's not like I've convinced myself I'm dying, but I think I might have this. I don't know what it is, but I think I've got it. And I, at what stage will you get that confirmed? If this is still causing me pain in two days, like this said level of pain, I'm going to the doctor. Um, and will you change how you sleep? Is it possible you're sleeping on it? it that's very possible. It's uh, I'm on like a 10-year-old mattress. I don't know how long mattresses are meant to last. I know they can last more than 10, but maybe I'm, my mattress is too soft. I don't know. You've lied on my mattress. What did you think? <laughs> yes, for a scene in a video <laughs> <Yeah>. once. <laughs> I was lying on your mattress (laughs) for the period of time of about 20 seconds, about three or four years ago. You didn't come over for a sleepover. I think everyone knows you haven't come over for a sleepover, but you've you've experienced my mattress. Did it feel too soft to you? Well, uh, no, I don't have any memories of it. I know that mattresses are a fickle industry. It's one of those industries that like no one really knows anything about. Mm. I've heard that they do things like um, each mattress store has the same model of mattress, but they call it different things. Really? So that you can't compare prices. It's kind of like this inside kind of agreement that they have. Gosh. Which I've encountered a similar thing. We bought a car seat for the baby over the weekend, which apparently Mm. we should have done a lot earlier. The person at the store said, oh my goodness, you should have had it installed by now. I thought, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. But interestingly, the same brand has a car seat at Target Mm. and at Baby Bunting for the same price point, extremely similar looking, but they're called different things. And so they're exclusive to each one. And I wondered if it was so that they're not in competition with each other, you know, so that you can't kind of... You can't kind of leverage them off each other. You can't be like, well, at Baby Bunting, they have this one for two seventy five or whatever. Well, because I did do this with JB Hi-Fi recently. I was buying a little sound bar and I found it for like 60 bucks cheaper on Amazon and they gave me that price, which was a trick I learned from producer Michael. He, he was a master watching him go through JB Hi-Fi. I remember feeling like I was with Donald Trump, the deal maker, when I went and bought a TV with Michael years ago, and he basically What's Donald said, Trump, the deal maker. I'm, 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 is that reference that he's good at deals or bad at deals? Well, that he thinks he's good at deals, at least that, right. that he tries deals at everything he goes to. I don't think he's actually. I, I know for a fact that producer Michael is not going to like that comparison. <laughs> Not like he won't Donald find Trump. that flattering. Not like Donald Trump in any way politically. Maybe the antithesis politically. But he's a good. He's a guy who has a bit of bluster when he's making a deal. Was my point. Just the the tactics he used, the ability for him to say not interested, we're leaving. Then you know, and the look of shock on the JB Hi-Fi workers' face when they realise I've not come up against this before. It's remarkable. My concern about doing the walk is that they'll call mm. the bluff. And you'll have yeah. to go back in and be like, ah, just joking. <laughs> I will buy it. <laughs> well, you can always go to another store if it's a franchise. If it's a chain, if it's a chain oh, yeah, store, a just idea. go to the next one. But anyway, my point is, I, like, I understand it may, maybe isn't a bad tactic, but with a mattress, I know they can do this thing that there's that advanced technology that they have in the stores now where you can lie down and they analyze your body and your posture yeah. and all these sorts of things. It all seems that- a little bit... Uh marketing bs to me you think it's bells and whistles it's it's all bells and whistles yeah which doesn't make for a comfortable sleep to be honest that's generally Every you time want you roll over <laughs> yeah. sounds like that santa's coming down the chimney It'd be great <laughs> yes. for you well that'd be a dream so look i i don't know whether it's a mattress problem i i'm thinking it could be a mattress problem because i have not extended my body to the point of potential injury in any way i can remember so i don't really know what's going on 
But you know when you have this pain, what it does, I reckon, when you just have some random pain that hits you one day, it makes you so grateful. It makes you realize how much you've taken for granted the mm. days of your life where you don't experience some kind of pain. Do you remember, do you ever have a toothache? Yeah, and you, just, once, you just yeah. think, oh, I wasted those days when I didn't yes. have a toothache. <laughs> yes. I don't remember what it's like not to have this pain anymore. God. And then you always think, I must remember the next time I don't have a toothache, <laughs> don't take it for granted. <laughs> yes, completely. It's like this will change my whole perspective, like a prisoner mm. coming out of prison. I will never take a pain-free day for granted again. When my left arm is able to, you know, bowl some spin deliveries in cricket without any pain... Not that I do that a great deal, but, you know, when I'm able to change gears effortlessly, I next time I'm able to do that, I will take a moment to say thanks. That's the, you know, the irony of youth, isn't it? Is yeah. that you have no perspective on how rare this is. You just think that you're going to be pain-free forever. Yeah, I know. It's a trap. Life's a trap. I always uh, rate my life. Mm. Uh, B-T-P yeah. and A-T-P. Before tooth pain and after tooth pain. <laughs> and before tooth pain, I didn't know what my life was like. Mm. I didn't know what I had. Yeah. Can I say, this would have been a great segment on the radio show. Just a, a, a place for people to call up and just say, what, what, what's hurting you today? Just a bit of, oh, guys, it's What do leg. you wish wasn't there? Yeah. It could be a bit depressing. <laughs> a similar thing is how people, they'll talk about how they look in photos. Yeah, you know, sure. You know, I didn't think I looked very nice there. But now looking back on it 10 years later, I looked so good. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, I think it's a lesson to appreciate where you are at the moment, isn't do you, it? Do you think youth is wasted on the young? Uh, this sounds like a Hallmark card, possibly, <laughs> that I've seen in a newsagent at some stage. Well, you know what that happens, general Wouldn't sentiment? it be great if you anti-aged, you Benjamin Buttoned, if everyone yeah. did? So you yeah, start out yeah. as an old person yep. and it kind of, you know, the pain goes away. Yeah, although the problem with the Benjamin Button situation, of course, is that you would also lose the capacity to do things, but it would but be like a, in that, reverse. That's similar to what happens anyway, though, isn't it? Well, because, yeah. Because, you know, the capability of uh, certain elderly people, you mm. know, you do lose functions that you learnt when you were three. Yeah, yeah, but but suddenly it won't be too long until you have to live with your parents, you know. I mean, not that that's going to be a problem for me, but you won't, you suddenly you'll hit an age, no more alcohol, you'll hit an age, you can't drive anymore. I guess you're right, some of these things yeah, do the happen. Thing that happens. Well, do you hit an age there where someone's reading your bedtime stories again? I guess these things kind of do trend to happen. There is something interestingly cyclical about the human life, isn't there? Do you know what happened um, recently in my area? Mm. A person, and it all turned out okay in the end. Yeah. But a elderly person left. I'm not going to say escaped or ran away because that seems like they didn't want to be there. But I think yeah. they just walked away from a nursing home in sure. the area. Yep. Do you know a helicopter was circling quite low mm. in the afternoon with a loudspeaker <laughs> that said... <laughs> If anyone has seen a person that fits the description of a green checkered shirt and, and blue shorts, can you please report it to police immediately? Now, this wow. is over a period of like an hour or so. I was talking to my friend about it who lives a few suburbs over. I go, hey, did you see that helicopter the other day? And he goes, not only did I see it, he's like, I was out running and I just hear this voice for a loudspeaker say, the <laughs> runner in the white singlet. <laughs> Have you seen a man in a check <laughs> shirt? And he had to hold his hands up, you know, in a cross 
fashion, as if he's like the SAS in the snow, you know, what? like signaling to the rescue helicopters that he hadn't seen it. I've never heard of them using never. that technique before. Never have I. I mean, firstly, I've not heard of the, the loudspeaker announcement over the city. That's rarely something you would hear, you know, go of a helicopter going over the place to search for someone, sure. But with a loudspeaker yes. putting the announcement yes. out below, that's rare. But then to be individually asking the question of each person you spot... I'm wondering if door knockers are going to start taking that <laughs> approach because you can really yeah. get to a lot more people a lot more quickly, can't you? Because imagine how many yep. how many doors you knock on that don't want to donate to the charity or don't want to sign up to the new energy mm. new pricing scheme. But if you go over in a helicopter, you say what the deal is and say, come out on the road if you want to sign up yeah, and then good. we'll send someone down the street to get your details. Well, I think That's th- a lot more effective, isn't it? Surely it's more effective than skywriting as advertising you know just send a helicopter over jb hi-fi this week only 60 percent cynthia off will you marry me yeah. cynthia <laughs> will you marry me just on repeat <laughs> yeah well why not it's it, it's got potential how much do you reckon skywriting costs just as a it's the thing about this the other day it, Were did, you? what did do you want to write well no i don't want to write anything but did you you've seen about a month ago in queensland where we live People started swapping political messages in the sky. So there was one I person... I did see one where they pulled a banner. Yeah, right. Which Ma- was like open the borders or something like that. So there was one... I thought it was skywriting, but I think you're right. It was a plane pulling a banner. One, the first day, it was like one that was critical of Queensland's current premier. And then like two days later, there was another banner flying that was supportive of the premier. And then critical, then supportive. And it honestly felt like you're watching a debate, you know, like when they had the political debates, just on a really long delay in the sky and banners. It was a bizarre. It, it was bizarre that that's how we decided we were going to do our our political discourse for a week and or two. Is that effective? As yeah. a way of communicating, am I out at the park, you know, having a yeah. picnic <laughs> yes. and I see a certain opinion in the sky? I mean, that's yeah. not where I usually look for my political opinions. Well, maybe maybe there's a sentiment or there's an idea that if it's come from the sky, maybe it's it's ordained from it's a higher being, you know? Yeah, like if you see up in the sky in skywriting, I don't know, listen to Collective Noun or something, maybe it feels like an instruction guidance from a, a spirit above, something along those lines. Somebody's walking, goes for a walk one day and they say, oh, I don't know what podcast to listen to. I just need to see a sign. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> there there it go. is, out of the clouds. Yeah, beautiful. Because I've uh, often... I don't, how expensive? A, th- a few thousand dollars for a banner, I reckon. Yep. Skywriting, pretty similar because I think people have used them for like... Um, you know, proposals and stuff. How much money are people putting into that? Like five yeah. grand, maybe? I don't know. You wouldn't think they'd be putting any more in. I mean, I, but it's kind of hard to tell, right? Because if I wanted a private plane ride, I'm guessing that would cost me, you know, a few thousand at least. Then you need to find someone who, who specializes in... one of those in, little planes. You know, I reckon? Okay, but mm, you need to find someone thousand, who specializes in art thousand. in the sky. And then you need... I don't know how much it costs to actually write the letters. Are those banners, you know, mm. not the skywriting, but the banners, are they similar to the banners that are outside of school that you just put different letters <laughs> up into it? Or are they making a new banner every time? Because what do they time. do with the banner after they do a good few point. loops? It's a good is point. that a waste of a banner? Or is it, is it a Scrabble situation where you can change the letters? <laughs> or a whiteboard. Maybe it's a big mm. whiteboard in the sky. That was probably going to be too heavy to trail a whiteboard behind you. But I see. I would think if you had a message to get across. Well, this is this is an important question, I suppose. If you had a, a message to get across, whatever that message is, maybe it is stay away from my treasure, right? Whatever your mm. message is, skywriting or the banner. If they cost the same, which one would you go? 
banner because skywriting is so short-lived, isn't it? It's the original mm. Snapchat message disappears yes. after 10 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't last long, but more people would see it, I reckon. I reckon with skywriting, it like... You never, it, but the, and you're so limited. It's it usually I, heart, and yeah. then initials. You really only get four, yeah. four characters. Yeah, right. It is Twitter's character limit on a different level. Because if you go for any more than four, maybe five characters, by the time you get to the sixth one, the first one's faded. But see, I think in this age of social media, skywriting's actually more effective than ever. Because you can trust that some people are going to take photos of the skywriting, share it around. Your message gets a second life. How do you learn how to skywrite? Yeah, good question. Uh, are there pilots out in the middle of the ocean <laughs> doing the alphabet? Just... <laughs> While someone down in a boat is assessing it. Yeah, they're good. They get their skywriting license. Because I've never seen someone practice. Yeah. Just all of a sudden you can do it. That's a but it must point. be difficult. How do you know, you know, where the top of the line is and the bottom of the line? Because that's how you learn how to write, isn't it? You yeah. have two lines, you've got to stay between the lines. But the sky is infinite. Yes, yeah, true. It's a great point. And also, I know that, you know, with people's handwriting, people have individual handwriting styles. You know, would, mm. if with skywriting, do you, you go, have... that's Greg. That's, a yes. great, that's Greg's handwriting out there. <laughs> Completely. Do you, would, would you be able to pick it or is it all sort of a generic thing? I mean, I, I feel like now I'm talking about this. I don't think, now that you mentioned that the political thing was banners, not skywriting, I don't think I've seen skywriting for no, a, de- it's, it's, a decade. It's a dying medium. I yeah. mean, a lot like radio, a lot like yeah. newspapers, <laughs> and no one's talking about it. 2020 is really probably going to put the end on skywriting. Yeah, I think am I right. I'm just going to, if I Googled skywriting Brisbane, for example, to see what we could get. I mean, I'm, I, I at this particular stage, I want to be clear. I don't have anything I want to be written in the sky. I'm just but curious. But it's good to know that you have the option, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly it. Here we go. I've got a uh, skywriting.com.au. Well, they've got a, that's a good website for them to get. Oh, this is smart. This is smart. So Skywriting Australia offer not just skywriting, but also aerial banners. That's clever. They've so got they, the monopoly on the they've sky. They've got the monopoly. The monopoly on the sky. And they've got a sign of some of the things. They've got like a um, a few of the banners and skywriting they've done. One was Coles now open longer Saturdays, which feels like... Got to get the message out. feels like one particular Coles marketing executive was just a bit bored because I've never seen Coles advertise in the sky outside of this. Well, it's a broad range of messages too, isn't it? Is it yes. We have political messages. Yeah. We have uh, Coles open longer. We have people <laughs> confessing their love. Really, you can communicate whatever you want. You really can. They've got some pictures up here from the sky as well as from the ground. So it's interesting looking at skywriting in the, like from above because it's kind of like a little cloud that they've made there. Um, That's exactly what it is. <laughs> sure. What did you think it was? I don't know. I thought it was, um, could have been like a trail of petrol or something. I didn't really know what they do. But it's like it's like a cloud, right? It's like a cloud-like. Yeah, I just didn't really know. Oh, this is amazing. They have maps of how far out your skywriting will be able to be read. That is phenomenal. That's That'd be a good 80 kilometers out at the center of the city. You can still read skywriting. And what's the cost? Them. Do they have an appro- uh, approximation? Is it a type of thing where you can write in your message and they'll tell you how much it will cost? Yeah, so they... Well, it's pretty... Um, it's pretty sneaky you need to apply for a quote right so they're not yeah. going to give me an exact That's how they price get you. yeah i always hate that when you're trying to find anything because i'm like i want to know an actual price but if i do a quick one-handed mm. google with what my... they'll do is they'll go oh we'll come out and give you a free quote aka we'll assess how much of a sucker you are <laughs> yes yep 
completely. Here we go. Uh, Skywriting is roughly $6,000 for 10 letters. So it's exy. It is exy. 10 letters is more than I thought you'd get, though. Yeah, you no, could probably I do like a I heart a first name. Yeah, you could make that work. Can you do how many is Will You Marry Me? You'd have to go four, five, six, seven. No, that's way more. That's, yeah. you know, we're looking at probably upwards of 20 there. That's why you'd just see Marry Me question. Marry Me. What, yeah. What's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, yeah. nine. Nine. With the space in there. Yeah, true. There we go. Marry Me. Oh, well, you mark. wouldn't have to pay for a space, though, would you? I don't know. And also, you'd probably want a name up there, generally. Or otherwise, and I don't know if people have suggested this before, but a group of like a thousand people hoping to propose could yeah, get together. Yeah, crowdfunding. This was an idea I had on the radio show. So, you don't was remember it? any of this. Oh, you don't remember your own stories. Remember last was week? Was that, that you could pull them together with a number of people who wanted the same message. You pay $60 each. I rem- Oh, this was a story off skywriting, wasn't it? Yeah, and it just yeah. says marry me. And you guys, because it's such a big area, isn't it? The 80 kilometers. Yeah. You're all at different picnic points. Yeah, that's good. It's just clever because then you're getting your, your skywriting for like, what? Probably 500 bucks, maybe? You know, bargain. I know that you have a hard out today, Dom. So let's get on to some messages from a murder of Dom, <laughs> yeah. which was an Instagram account that just popped up and he started sharing some Photoshopped pictures of me digging in a graveyard. Then there was yeah. a picture of me operating on you. It was a bit weird. It did look like, you know, they were trying to frame you for a murder that hadn't happened. Uh, chaotically, Amy has got in touch with mm. a theory. I have a murder of Dom's theory. I've been re-listening, re-listening to a lot of old apps, and I was thinking, what if a murder of Dom's is trying to get back at Dom for the minions, killing him and framing you for his murder? Hang on. So they're saying a murder... So a murder of Dom's will kill you on mm. behalf of the minions... They got a and dark underbelly. Me, yeah, for the murder. But you were a friend of the minions. Why would they frame you? That's why it's the perfect crime. <laughs> no one would suspect me. Yeah, I suppose so. I don't know. I mean, minions. Certainly, we saw some angry minions last year on the radio show. I don't deny it, but I don't think minions would be generally the murderous type. I could be wrong. Um, I could be wrong. A number of people have sent screenshots that they've been suggested to follow a murder of Dom's on Instagram. What is going on? And a on lot of that? like, what's going on here kind of messages. We don't know what's going on here. This we isn't us. We're not connected to this. No. Uh, but then a message from the account itself. A murder of Dom's. Mm. Zach, you think this is about having you imprisoned for Dom's murder, but you are wrong. Oh. Okay, that's good. Even though there is no tangible proof that Dom is anything but a recording... Well, I told you we needed to release a picture of you holding the newspaper. We need, we need, because there's no proof that you're alive. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, we know you want control of the community garden. True. Mm. We know you want to overthrow the president and impose your millennial beliefs and modern gardening ideals. All true so far. <laughs> well, this framing is just the tip of the iceberg. I will make sure your reputation is tarnished beyond repair. <laughs> Starting with Holman. Okay, dot, dot, dot. What? Guys, stay away from Holman. They make a great rain gauge, the Holman 150mm wedge rain gauge, which I check every day on my Instagram account, rain gauge check. Holman have been great supporters over the time of rain gauge check. Mm. I got to give away a number of Holman 150mm wedge rain gauge, which I haven't heard from many of the recipients, but I'm just (laughs) assuming it changed their life for the better. (laughs) Of course it would have. Because that's what it did for me. Yep. Let's leave Holman out of this. 
<laughs> it's one thing to tarnish my reputation down at the community garden mm. and rip down my plans to be a future president. Yeah. That's one thing. But to go after Holman mm. and all they've done is invented the world's best rain gauge? Why should they be punished for that? I'll, I'll just say, when I first saw a murder of Dom's you know, come up. When we first started chatting about this, initially I was a bit scared. I thought, is this this someone who's got a bone to pick with me? Someone who's against me? Is this an intimidation tactic? But as time's gone on, it's become clear this is maybe someone who's on my side. This is someone who is trying to after... Why? Why do you want to take me down? Why do you want to take my uh, ambition at the community garden down? No, 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 no. I don't want to take you down. But this is somebody who who has heard our podcast and decided the best way I can support Dom is taking down Zach. And that's not how I would say support me. That's not certainly what I'm advocating. But it seems to me that's what's come across here. That their thinking is... We're both on the same ship here, mate. If, what do you mean? Uh, if I get taken down, yeah. that life raft is the only one we have. <laughs> that, I can go do a podcast with my mum. That's uh, That will be the next collective now when Zach's been in prison for embezzling funds in a community garden. But no, look, I, I, I wonder now, Zach, now that the stakes are getting real here for you, now that Holman's been involved and... I, I really hope that the Holman social media person over in Perth, where they're based, oh boy, they're going to be confused. <laughs> weird messages. I think they're already a little bit confused, to be honest. <laughs> at the Rain Gauge check account. I think they like it, but I, I can't imagine what those meetings are like. This well, guy just checks his Rain Gauge every day, and he seems to be a really big fan of the Wedge Rain Gauge. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. And they're like, is he okay? And it's like, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And they go, oh, is this, you know, is this. He's having a tough time in 2020. No, it started before 2020. <laughs> there was no news of a pandemic. Well, and this is what we don't know, right? We don't know what they're going to receive from their end, what messages they'll get. Um, but look, I'm interested. I'm interested to see where this goes, Zach, because, you know, for so long now, I feel like you have been untouchable. You know, you, you have kind of had this veneer over you and maybe Murder of Doms is finding a way through to get to the bottom of the Zach Manda scandals. It's just reminded me, let's finish with a, uh, I think we have a couple of minutes. We'll finish with a story for the community garden. Mm. Did I tell you the story about the person's mum who came along? I don't think I did. No. This was a few weeks ago. Yeah. So one of the members' mums comes along and I was chatting to them and they were really interested a few weeks ago in the composting system. They were like bullet a gate. They were like so hell bent mm. on working in the composting area of this sure. working bee a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, this is strange. This person's mum has never come before. They're not from the local area. And I could overhear a few conversations between the mother and daughter where the daughter said to her at the end of it, she said like, well, two hours down, 18 to go. I was like, well, that's a bit strange. <laughs> and then I, the the mum came around during the meeting. She didn't stay for the meeting, mm. but she came and she I could hear her whispering to her daughter who was sitting next to me. She goes, is there like a sign-in sheet that I can sign to prove that I was here for two hours? Going what on? the hell is going on? Bizarre. Like, is, that she is a, is a, it was a nice, middle-aged, you know, has adult children lady yeah. uh, who was really into composting, but was very interested in having the exact time she was there recorded. I mean, there's three theories that I've got already, but I yeah, got, don't know up. if I should jump into... Okay, I'll jump straight in. First theory is that maybe it's a scavenger hunt. You know, you got to yep. start two hours there. No. That okay. seems less fun. Less likely. A scavenger hunt where the things you have to do are two hours or yeah. 20 hours of composting. Well, that, that's why I dismissed it. My second thought was maybe she's a gardening fan and she's starting a blog 
and she's doing two hours at each community garden in her area. But then yeah. I started realizing community service. That's what I was thinking. That was my first thought. You can be and ordered thought, to do by the courts. <laughs> I thought, would, would composting fall into that? I was like, and, and I'm like, what, what has she done? This mild-mannered, <laughs> seemingly lovely, uh, I'm yeah. like, is there some, some type of mild embezzlement? Has there been some graffiti around? Maybe, <laughs> maybe she was behind some of those banners and they considered that to be, <laughs> well, they considered ha- that to be graffiti. Have you pressed charges for the, the mulberry theft? Maybe it's maybe that's what it's about. It's about being a nuisance to the mulberry tree. Who knows? So yesterday we had another garden meeting <clears throat> all over the weekend and I spoke to uh, this person's daughter and I said, hey, um, I forget how I phrased it. I th- thought I came up with a good way of phrasing it in case it was yep. community service. Sure. I was just like, oh, why, you know, why did they have to come down and do... Oh, no, she said she's keen to come back to get her hours up. That was my in. That's weird. The person said they're keen to come back to get her hours up. And I was like, get her composting hours up. It's not like (laughs) driving. It's not like your learners where you have to do 100 hours of composting. Yeah. Apparently, this person is doing a master's of composting. (laughs) What? Which is a degree that the Brisbane City Council have made up. No. Which is a part of the course that you can do with the Brisbane City Council in learning how to be a master composter mm. is you have to do 20 hours of composting in the community. <laughs> Which seems like what? kind of hard to get up. I know that people learning to drive is like, oh, you know, I have to drive in the rain. I have to drive at night. You know, how can my parents find 100 hours for me to drive? But 20 hours of composting? This is like, so this is like her prac, basically, yeah. of the degree. Yeah, her masters of composting. Mm. What? I mean, well, the good news is she sounds like someone you want to stay in touch with. She sounds like someone you'd want at the community garden. Well, highly like. educated, certainly. A master's. Yeah, master's in composting. I mean, I, I, you might struggle to find anybody else on the planet who has a master's in composting. So it, It's a lot of effort, isn't person. it? Which yeah. is essentially just piling different materials together. I'm like, 20 hours. Whew, Okay. Fascinating. So is she coming back? Have you? Are you bringing her back? Yeah, she's going to come back. She has a lot wow. of opinions on the composting too, which I'm all in favour for. I'm trying to like jeer up in front of the president. I was like, <laughs> oh, this person was saying we should do this. This person was saying we should do that. And I don't think her daughter really appreciated that because when she recounted the story, she said, "My mum gently advised us." Was the language that she used? But I was throwing her. I was like, "Nah, she's really against it." Are you I was sure? trying to use her as like an authority on composting. You know Just, what I mean? Yeah. So I needed someone to turn the tide against the old ways that these people are trying to do it. You got to be careful though, Zach. Don't bring her too close into the inner sanctum because she sounds like a presidential threat, right? She... Well, to be honest, mm. I think she was making a few complaints about me oh, because really? I'm pretty sure what her daughter wouldn't know was that I was the only person to really talk to her at the community garden. Right. And the daughter said to me, yeah, we went for a drive up the coast after the last meeting and my mum was talking the whole time about how the people at the garden were really frustrated with the community because they don't know how to compost. And I'm like, that would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, did I, was I going on about how annoyed I am at the, oh, at the people gosh. in the community? Wow. Wow. Well, I look forward to hearing how this unfolds. I mean, maybe this this woman, if she gets in there with a master's of composting on the way, she's the next president. And I'm sorry. Well, but that's it, what I'm concerned about. I can't compete with bit. that. Of course you can't. I mean, Tertiary she's qualified. educated. The have way- a, a higher level degree. I'm just, um, mm. I'm from the, uh, the garden school of hard knocks. Yeah, that's it. And unfortunately. I just learned everything in the dirt. Yep. Yeah, you did. Which is actually the, 
you know, that's the best way to learn in a sense. But well, the, the, this is the running for the community garden president is the only president where digging dirt up against you actually is in your favor like what type of dirt was it was it loam oh that stuff's really good that was good thanks and we'll end it on that i can see dom looking off the camera i know he's been looking for an out those last couple of minutes yeah and i thought we had it there i thought we'll take the one we have that was good thanks for listening guys we'll talk to you in a couple of days please stay safe see you next podcast bye